Bam, we're live. Good morning. 28 minutes earlier than usual. Why is that? That's weird. Make sure I want Sea Beaver. Me too. Corey, good morning. Alyssa, good morning. Mr. Brian, welcome to the show. It was weird. I wonder if Hunter's coming on. I think he is. Excuse me. Let's I wonder start with 1.4. Please, Mr. Souza, good morning. Good to see you. Good morning. Good to see Mr. you. Smith. Mr. Waddell, I got your email. Thank you. I read it backwards and it still made no sense. No, it did. It made no sense. <laughs> you said my name right. Alyssa? What, how do I normally say it? Alisa? Alisa. Who's ready to pay attention? Okay, here we go. Dig right in. Why are we 27 minutes early this morning? Well, that's because Matt Souza has a real job. Uh, people get offended, and there's a new culture out there who can get offended first and for other people. And that's the weirdest thing in the world. I had that at a show I did once. There was a blind gentleman in the front row, and I was teasing the blind guy, and he was having a great time. After the show, he said, most people ignore that I'm even there, so thank you for making me feel like a part of it. And that's where his head was at. But during the show, I'm teasing the blind guy, and a woman in the back is like, excuse me. I'm offended. I'm like, what? Why are you? Because don't talk to him anymore. I'm offended for the blind gentleman. I'm like, you're, you're offended for him? He's laughing. He's facing the wrong way, but he's laughing. And to his credit, this is the best part. I go, do you know her? He goes, I have never seen her a day in my life. Was a good dude. <laughs> Do not get offended for other people. It makes you a vile human being. Good morning, Mr. McIntyre. Oh shit, I didn't know it was fucking glasses week. Damn right, boy. All right. Oh. You gotta do what you gotta do. The beef is on the bone, baby. The beef is on the bone. <laughs> why why are you up so early? <clears throat> Yeah, I've been up for an hour and 30, 40 minutes. Oh, please. Excuse me. One of our callers. You're just a guest. This is a regular. Jamal, good morning. How can I help you? What would you like to say to the freest podcast in the universe? I'm about to go to the hospital and have my second daughter. Oh, That's dang. About it. Oh, dang. Hey, did, Congratulations. Did, you did you start a podcast? I know. I just had to announce it live. Y'all have a good day. Wait, wait, wait. Jamal, Jamal, Jamal. Didn't Jamal. answer hey. any of your questions. Jamal, Jamal. He's going to go. He's having a baby. Jamal, <laughs> did you start a podcast? He's like, huh. <laughs> no, almost. I was waiting until after she was born. All right. Make sure you, that's going to be the second most exciting thing we talk about. All right. Hey, good luck today. Uh, love you, buddy. Thanks for letting us all know. You the man. Congrats, Jamal. All right, later. Oh, when are you bringing Killing the Fat Man back? Well, this, what a great question as Hunter McIntyre pops up onto the stage because we are going to do, I believe, Killing the Fat Man Season 3 California Hormones Edition. What does that what mean? You that means, Gary, great, great question. Good Hunter. question. Inject some truth into this conversation. Uh, um, uh, Sousa won't, will bring up the Killing the Fat Man series on YouTube right now. It is the most popular non-game series in the history of CrossFit. Um, 
it's one of those little, just a side project I did when I was there. Nothing I had to do, but one of my friends needed to find a, a healthy lifestyle change. And Gary Roberts, I introduced him to CrossFit and he, and he, he embraced it wholeheartedly and excuse me. And, um, and, and basically he, he's put on a little weight again and he's 50 and he has two more, he has two more new kids since uh, we made this. And so he's going to get some blood work done um, from uh, uh, an amazing facility called California hormones. And we're going to you know, get him a CrossFit membership and we're going to see, uh, we're going to do a, a, a 12, 12 part episode on what happens when a man in his fifties uh, is, is revitalized. Takes care of themselves. Yes. <laughs> you, you guys should, you guys should do some research on this. This will be an interesting way to kind of infuse this storyline. Yoda Senna used to take this, the founder of Spartan race used to just have this open call for people that were, let's just say uh, for brief term fat really okay. didn't have their shit together. Lives total mess. So fat. Okay. Um, and he would allow these people to come move into his home in Vermont, all expenses paid for, but you had to do everything he said. You were a prisoner. You were on 100% a prisoner to a certain extent. You had On no your knees, put this penis in your mouth. <laughs> Dude, most of these people would have begged for a dick in their mouth because the way that he fed them. Right. He, I, I was living there at one time with this kid. Danny. That's why I hardly feed my wife, by the way, just so I can get that effect. So go on, go on. That's a method. It's a method. It's a method, yeah, yeah. I was living there at this point with a guy. He had been there for two weeks before me, and the only thing Joe had let him eat at the time was spinach and blueberries for the last two weeks. And at this mm. point, I think he was only on a diet of spinach and green apples. And wow. the amount of physical exercise that he was putting these people through was like that above of the CrossFit Games. And it's – Probably I I don't know how he has that documented there. anywhere. Can Sousa pull that up? Like we see, the first guy I think he started with was Chris. The guy that he was working on with me was Danny. There's always iterations of these people and what they're doing, but there's nothing like it. I've never experienced anything like it. It it's crazy. So killing a bat piece on that. Please please get information about this story and bring it in. I, th I I will. I will. I think what we're going to see is we're going to see Gary as a 50 year old man. Uh, first, we're cheating a little bit because he has done. He did do CrossFit for a couple of years and he is a pretty good mover. But he was one of those guys. He applied actually to get on uh, the biggest loser that the most popular show. I think. Are, are you vaping? How is that vape? And I do this one on Friday. When you're what? trying to lose weight before my championship so i don't eat in the morning <laughs> i just drink black coffee and puff on a, a e-pen <laughs> ladies and gentlemen we just witnessed the fittest man by the way you fucking idiot in the fucking comments so, someone on the show the other day called hunter mcintyre the fittest man alive and someone like laughed at that you're a fucking idiot if you don't think that that's plausible i, I want to tell you something as the biggest defender in the fucking world of crossfit um, Greg Glassman defined fitness and it's a fucking miracle. And, and what he, and he put it on, you know, you got to listen to Greg talk about it, but, but he defined it in terms of science, right? In terms of kinematics. And, and we, we crown the fittest in the world based on that. But if you don't think 
If you think that anyone who won the CrossFit Games can go do what fucking Hunter did and, and beat his time at High Rocks in Dallas uh, last month, and you don't think that that's a, a, a super-duper valid expression of human power, even under Greg Glassman's model, then you're out of your mind. Yeah, you're crazy. You are bro. out of your fucking mind. I, I, I would, I would, I'd actually like to see – I'd actually like to see the fucking CrossFit Games champ um, uh, go against uh, um, Mr. Hunter McIntyre. We'll just use the hopper. How about we just use the hopper? Just randomly pick out fucking 10 fucking uh, movements, modalities, time domains, and let's see what fucking happens. Fucking not to consider this guy the fittest man on the planet. You're a fucking re- retard. Yeah, With a capital R. You trying to tussle? Hello, welcome to the show. How can I help you? Yes. This is Don. Yeah, this is the I Don. This is the Don. Guy, okay? You've been diagnosed with what? Okay. I am a blind guy, okay? Okay, I understand. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Thank you for calling into the show. I see you. I see you. I have a son in Central Mass in Worcester. Mm-hmm. I have a nice husky, very capable, and just loves to have fun. Mm. Mm. I love a nice husky that okay. likes to have fun. That's what I refer to Hunter on our long weekend getaways. I just see him as a husky that wants to have fun. <laughs> and I just love my mouth. Okay. What do you love in your mouth? I'm sorry, I missed that. You broke up. And I just love to mount a nice beefy ass and to pump and dump my hot load to come. Do you understand? Nice six thirty. This is just, this is vile. It is six thirty in the morning. You hang up now. This is a lot, just like the bottom. <laughs> To breathe and feed with my big creamy loads on a regular basis. God, I hope my mom's not watching this morning. She's got to be asleep. <laughs> Are you that? able to type this in? Yeah. I have t- a nice <laughs> hard cock. It's me. You can't see my hands. I'm sure a nice guy. Hey, don't you think that that's a little redundant? A nice hard cock? Couldn't you just say a hard I'm cock and we all know? Okay. I love, I love it. whoever this is. The audio is fantastic, right? It sounds like he's calling from like a. I mean, the audio is spectacular. Sounds like he's taking a hot load right now. I love a lot of naked body contact and nipple and ass play and making out. A blind man can say whatever he wants. That's the world we live in. <laughs> Thank you for your question. Hi, <laughs> hey, it sounds like it's it's like almost like I am typing it in, right? And then it's going through like a voice. As I said, you can't see my hands down here. Uh, caller, thank you very much. I didn't, I didn't realize we had any blind um, call uh, listeners, but it doesn't surprise me. This is the most welcoming show on the planet, um, and I hope you will call in again. Do you have a question for either myself, um, uh, Souza says, or uh, Mr. McIntyre? No one has questions for me. Thanks. Okay. I hope to breathe and see you real soon. Okay, I love you. I hope to breed and feed too. Bye bye. This guy's storyline's dog shit. He should have said speech impaired, being blind and. <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, what, what are you? What, are you seriously trying to um slender down? Yeah, naturally, my curvaceous body uh sits around <laughs> two hundred and ten to two hundred and fifteen pounds, and I'll yes. I'll go race day like one ninety seven to one ninety five, and. uh I mean, scientifically, it all makes sense from a personal standpoint. It sucks. 
But what about that um, uh, that shit getting on your lungs and sticking up your lungs? Don't you need you need like perfect lo- pink like like vagina beautiful vagina lungs? Don't you? I kind of treat it like chewing tobacco. You don't you don't really inhale it. You just go. You don't really pull do anything other than that. It's just the idea of a listen. The it, you're going to make fun of this, but it's the idea of an oral fixation. It's just like if you chewed on celery, it'd be the idea of chewing on bubble gum. It's the idea that you're doing something rather than nothing. Yeah, just put this in your mouth. And, and, and exactly, like, I knew you were going to take off. Yeah, I know. I appreciate it. Thank you. You set it up nicely. Yeah, it's good. It pans out. Whoa! Yeah. Holy cow! I wonder if the phone's always been this busy and it's just working now because I fixed yep. it. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite cabinet maker. Hello. No. Oh wait, hold on. Shit. Take Wrong two. button. My favorite cabinet maker. All right, it's your cabinet gal. How are you? Good. I have my list. Of, I have my list of items. Okay, to let's go do over it. with you. Let's do it. <laughs> let's, do it. let's go. Let's do it. What you need? What you need? First and foremost. Wait, hold on, hold love. on, hold on. Hunter's tripping. Hold on. Sorry, sorry, Miss. <laughs> Hunter, are you okay? He dropped yeah, his. Yeah, I was trying to find something and I lost uh, nice. track of my items. Don't worry about it. I'm I'm bolted in. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, Miss Cabinmaker, go ahead. Sorry. Hunter started getting a little twitchy. Dylan Vowell was awesome. Yes. Yes. Hey, do you find yeah. I got a lot of DMs from women saying that he's hot. I didn't, I, it's weird. Cause I didn't get that hot vibe. Uh, from him. I, I got even, more like smarty pants. Was he hot? No, I didn't even think about that. I was just listening to his story. It was great. Okay, cool. He was great. Yeah, yeah he was. It was awesome. Good yeah. deflection. Yeah. So, you have to be very moderately attractive, if not attractive at all. I mean, it was, it was, I mean, it, it was great that he was available when you needed him. I thought that was kind of cool. Yes. Yes. Haley, take note, but take note on a moment's notice. Dylan fucking <laughs> took one for the team. I agree. Yes. I'm also cracking up about uh, Matt offering to fight Trudeau. Oh yeah. Wouldn't that be great? That comment in the, in the, uh, in the podcast i just i literally just finished the the one with the the twitch guy what's his name oh yeah joey how was that 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 was that was i was venturing off into some new area i i loved it but i was cracking up with matt keeping in with the uh i'll fight trudeau yeah that was nice that was nice matt was matt's been waiting to use that line for two months (laughs) (laughs) who's a beast (laughs) Hunter, Are you talking about Trudeau, the yeah. Canadian Prime Minister, or whatever. Yeah, you call dictator, the dictator, yeah, the yeah. Canadian Prime Minister. Yes. What do you think about him, Hunter? Oh my God. Horseback champion. Is he? A- <laughs> <laughs> That's what the blind guy calls him. Who called in? Called in earlier. A horseback champion. He calls Trudeau a horseback champion. Oh my goodness. Okay, I have a few more things. Yes, let's do it. Killing the fat man. Yeah, juiced up Gary. Yeah, but I mean, come on. You gave him two chances. I know, I know, but this... Give somebody else the attention. Hey, well, there's going to be... somebody else the attention. We got four or five people, but here's the thing. That show... I mean, I love love Gary, and I I love Killing the Fat Man. I watch it. I I love to rewatch it. Okay. But come on. Get with the program, bud. I I understand. I understand. I understand. All right. All right. That's all I'm going to say on that. Okay. Maybe we can get my dad signed up for Killing the Fat Man. Is your dad chubby? Let's say he's just a hard body dude. He's one of those kind of dudes that doesn't have any flab on his body, but he has that mm-hmm. keg chest. If you shot him with a gun, he wouldn't die. 
It's not like that. It's real fat. Okay, let's not mess with that then. That sounds good. Yeah. Oh my uh, let's see. What else? Um, you said something very poignant. You know, you always say great things. Thank you. And you probably don't think that we listen, but we do. Okay. Tell Hunter, but this is what? good for Hunter to hear because usually when I call him, he he answers and goes, he's nice because he answers, but he's like, I'm in a business meeting and then hangs up. I, I like it. I like it. But 32 consecutive, I'm in business meetings. I'm starting to get suspicious. <laughs> oh my he's a busy dude. Um, that thing you said about what you say to your parents when they're alive. Uh, may, may I? May I? Yeah, go ahead. When your parents are alive, you might wish they behave different. When they're dead, you will wish you behave different. Pretend your parents are dead. Okay, so that, again, just kills me. But I kind of transposed it into when your children are at home with you versus when your children have become adults and left. How did you treat them when they were home mm. versus, yeah. So I, 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 Yeah, a few people have sent that to me. That's interesting. That doesn't yeah. work for me for some reason. Well, you have a cushy lifestyle there. You don't, you don't have to, you know, you don't have to go to work and bring them to daycare. And right. Oh, that would fucking kill me. That would kill me if I took him to daycare and fucking Mr. Johnson was fucking diddling him. That would fucking break me. Yeah. You gotta, but you, if you transpose that into like your kids, like at home, sometimes you're short with them and then they're gone and you're like, remember that day when I was just like so short with my kids. And that does happen like in a, in a micro, uh, in little micro uh, segments. Like the other day I got mad at Avi in front of some people. And f- later on, I was like, right in front of those people, I go, hey, dude, you deserve way more respect than that. He goes, I know. <laughs> My fucking seven-year-old, like, yeah. I should never talk to you like that in front of other people. He goes, thank you. Yeah. I was like, wow. Fuck. Anyway, it's real life stuff, you know. Hey, um, why, why? So I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pro-choice. I'm, I'm pro-choice to the core. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but why are we? Uh, um, can I? Oh man, why Go are ahead. we? Open up this fucking can of worms. I am. <laughs> why? Why is it being talked about in a way that, that that's not? I mean, I know why. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play a clip for us. I'm gonna play a clip for us real quick. I want you to see this. This is uh, Elizabeth Warren. Yes. Um, <laughs> good old Lizzie Warren. It's a number. We play number one fifty three. This is yeah. this really this concerns me more than abortion law. That this is one of our politicians, and this is how she thinks. She's talking about popularity and what the American people want. I really hope that most people know that that's not relevant. What the American people want. I, I want you to know that what they did over in Egypt is fucking savage, and it's the same fucking batshit crazy shit they did in Canada. Our laws are to protect us from ourselves, not do what people want. Not, not. Oh, 82% of the people want to round up the Jews and kill them. So we're going to do it. You cannot do that in the United States. Stat might you, be around 83. You, you can't. Thank you, Hunter. You cannot. Um, in Egypt, through democratic vote, they voted out democracy and brought in what? What is that? Shia, Tria, Zia law. You can't do that in the United States. You cannot because if everyone in the United States wanted to out, vote out democracy, you can't do that. We have a constitution. We have liberty. I it does not matter what the majority of the fucking people want. This is a country to protect people's freedoms. You can't pass a law that makes it illegal to stand on a street corner and yell, I hate Jews. That's freedom of speech. And the reason why is because tomorrow it will be – I know you guys aren't going to believe this, 
but, but bear with me. Tomorrow it will become illegal to say eating lean meats, vegetables, nuts, and seeds, no sugar, little starch will become illegal to say on our, the internet. Our, our form of government in the current state just isn't efficient. Just a fucking mess. You probably, for the size of our country and- Well, they're stupid. They don't understand the rules. They don't understand the rules. Yeah, I know. But all this stuff was created in our design by like a population that was under a million over 250 years ago or however long it was, but- 250 million years ago, yes. Exactly. I want Jody to hear this as a woman. I want want to hear what you think. Where do you stand on abortion, Miss Cabinetmaker? Are you pro-choice or pro-life? I am pro-life. Probably, uh, both le- both. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened in the last couple of days, but everybody is posting about abortion and yeah, that we're going to so lose our right to abort our babies. And I'm like, why are so, so people they're con- like bragging? So they're conflating. Basically, it. they're messing up the issue. I'm totally pro-life. And but 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 what the pro-life side is saying is complete idiocy. They're fucking morons. They're suggesting that they're thinking that the. Are you basically, guys unaware of what's going on right now? Basically, yeah, tell do you want to tell us or do you want me to tell them? Yeah, they're basically saying that Ukrainian refugees are not allowed to have abortions in Poland once they get over there. That's why this <laughs> You guys are fucking completely clueless and you're on some podcast being like, why is this happening? You sit in, you goons. The Supreme Court is basically saying it's up to the states. Yeah. And they're making that and they're making that decision based on the rules of this country that our forefathers wrote. It has nothing to do with women's and, and, and the way they keep couching it as women's uh, uh reproductive rights. I mean, that in itself is so biased. I wonder if anyone on the pro-choice side has said, besides me, who's fucking brilliant, has said, <laughs> Holy shit, these people really do have a fucking great point constitutionally should belong to the states or hey maybe it is not a good idea to kill to kill people will you play uh the the clip Souza? um uh elizabeth warren is so bad we need an age limit on being a politician 153 please i am angry angry and upset angry and upset and determined the united states congress can keep roe versus wade the law of the land they just need to do it. I, I've never seen you so angry. You seem to be. This is what the Republicans have been working toward this day for decades. They have been out there plotting, carefully cultivating these Supreme Court justices so they could have a majority on the bench who would accomplish something that the majority of Americans do not want. Complete bullshit. Doesn't matter at all. Across this country. Across this country, red states and blue states, old people and young people want Roe versus Wade to maintain we as the law of the children. land. We, we need to do no, that. And we have a right. Extremists, we've heard enough from the extremists. It's just crazy me. She said nothing. She says absolutely nothing. Nothing she said has any validity with the operations of this country. She hasn't given an argument on why babies should be killed. Yeah, but she's emotional. Yeah, and, and I love it how the report. I love it how the reporter says that's the angriest I've ever seen. She blames Republicans. That was it. Emotional passion. Blame some uh, Republicans. You're good. She hit all the touch points. Fucking just sloppy reporting and sloppy politicians. So what do you think? What do you think, Miss Cabinet Maker? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm in the middle of a design. Sorry. 
Okay. <laughs> no, I think that it's, I, I think that it's, um, you know, a very divisive issue. I'm pro-choice. It's killing me to see even my daughter post anything about, you know, glorifying abortion. So it, I'm just very torn on it. Like, I know it, it is kind of sad that it makes, it, it turns pro-choice. I mean, I, I, I mean, it just posting about it, like just feels like you're glorifying it. And to see my daughter do that, it's just really hard because that's, you know, that's not how I raised her. So whatever it's, it's, Okay, let's not talk about how your, not, your daughter's a baby killer. That's, that's not cool. Let's talk about how. Let's talk. Well, tell your daughter she needs someone to talk to. to talk I agree about. with her. I'm pro choice too. So have her call me. Anyway, um, one more thing. Yes. Have you ever seen these um, dancers from Africa? They're called the Ghetto Kids. No, sounds racist. Oh my God, they're so cute, but they're constantly taking off their shirts stuffing them in their pants, dancing. I mean, they're little kids. So all I'm thinking about is your kids being censored. Oh, yeah. I was reported, their, yeah. For their, but you should look at those ghetto kids. They're really cute. Okay, we're and on they're dancing. Their dancing is really cute. But they're always stripping down their shirts, putting them on in their pants. Pretty cute. Stripping down and putting their shirt in their pants. Okay, we're going to look at it now. Thank you. Ghetto kids. Uh, I forget what the Don't make me hang up on is, you, Miss. Miss you're, you're, you're my favorite guest listen what when is Haley gonna call me and facetime me and i'll get her kitchen done oh thank you that she's gonna do that when she gets up this morning <laughs> okay bye. listen every show every show is awesome thank you i'm always listening bye fuck i hate it when i like the guests they need to be hung up on sometimes i'm pro-choice i don't <laughs> think i don't think you should put laws on women's body i don't think you should put laws on women's bodies but Sevon, it's killing kids. I know. I can't fucking. How do you explain that? I don't. I'm a piece of shit. It's bad. I just don't like precedent on. Um, I just don't like pre- setting precedent on putting uh, laws on people's bodies. I'm totally against abortion. But, but I, I say, I say, I say, um, I say. Okay, can we play number one forty-five? I want you to see how science goes awry here. More, more. This is uh, this is like a, a Elizabeth Warren worthy attorney. Number one forty five. This is the whole mega pint. I'm sure a lot of you guys have seen this already. Mega pint. I, I googled mega pint. There's no such thing as a mega pint. Damn, I've been following this closely. This is my favorite. Oh, you have been. Oh, tell it me about it because I have not. It's tragic. If, so what's going on exactly? Is he getting? Is he married to that lady or no? Was married. Gave a massive divorce uh, settlement. Oh, and then um, thank you for calling in. Hunter was about to start talking. Hello. I was not actually sure if this was Hunter S. Thompson or Hunter McIntyre. Both are astute. There's Both are probably equally high right now. Yes. I'm about to open up uh, a conversation you probably buried hours ago. But uh, I want to um, ask Hunter ahead. about Johnny Depp because I want to hear Hunter talk about that. I don't want to hear anybody talk about Johnny Depp right now. I'm so fucking sick of that. Are you guys actually following that? I want to. I just don't have time. Oh, bro. 
So, well, I have a question uh, for any of you. Um, let's say somebody eats shitload of food all day, every day. What happens to them? Eats what? Eat shitload of food, shitload of sugar, shitload of fried chicken, pizza, all day, every day. They don't exercise. They're pretty sedentary and they just eat a bunch of food. What happens? Probably nothing that bad. They get fat. They get fat. That's absolutely right. So what's 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 the cure to getting fat? Do you you stop putting shit in your mouth, right? Yes, yes, yes. Not necessarily, dude. All I eat is 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 like lucky Charms and, and McDonald's. I eat more McDonald's. Oh, okay, well, Hunter Hunter's on the longevity diet, but <laughs> so. It's it's funny though. We talk about things like Stand by Mars. People push I people. don't think COVID is yeah. real. I've never said that. You're a fucking moron. Peace and love. Well, that's fine. And, like there, and there is no and there is no why don't you define to me what science is? Christy A. Hey, you if you if you're not gonna bring the energy, Mr. Logan, then I'm gonna stomp all over your shit. Okay. All right. Well, how about, how about you get Greg Glassman on here and he'll, he'll tell us about science. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so, you, you so derailed me and I'm trying to find where I was. Damn derailed. I, I derailed your mom. Eating shit all day. We talk, about, we talk about people that put shit in their mouth all the time. There are consequences to putting shit in your mouth all the time. No. Well, I okay. like eating shit, right? Greatest golfers of all time, drinking, drinking Coca-Cola, smoking cigarettes, some people are just built better. Some people are weak and <laughs> guys, better. You guys got to get the stats right. Built different. Champion. Champion athlete. So, so, people that eat shit turn fat fucks. That's great. We understand that. Actions have consequences. When we talk about abortion, we don't talk about there's consequences to casual sex. There are responsibilities that come with sex. I agree, my body, my choice, but that's where consent comes in. And it, we completely jump to, it's as if women have randomly combusted and fertilized an egg. Like, I'm not talking about rape, but it, there were choices made earlier. No, 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 no. Mars, 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 no, 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 no. I love you, bye. Yeah, look at that. Caught him. He didn't hang up. Did you hang up? I did. Oh, that's that's big. I know. That's my favorite caller. We should have Hunter answer next time. Caller, welcome to the show. What's your question? I don't know if I have those technological capabilities. <laughs> okay, can we go back to can we go back to the Johnny Depp thing, please? Johnny Depp thing. Oh, well. Oh, this, this is hard. good. This is good. This is good. I like this because this is from a girl. What happens when Sevon runs into a wall with a boner? He breaks his nose. Fine. fine. That's good. That's good. That's good. Christy's been on a tear in the comments. Yeah, She's, that's she good. woke that's up on the wrong side of the head. That's good. I didn't even know girls had that kind of humor. She's I am just, sexist as a motherfucker. She's ripping into people in the comments. She's ripping into you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the COVID okay. thing, she was off base. But the the and the dick thing's off base too, but I'll take it. I'll take it. I appreciate the uh oh. same guy. Sevon and Hunter. <laughs> Yeah, who's this? Yeah, I'm not here. Don't worry about it. And Matt. Hey, I just wanted to tell Hunter real quick. I'm a part of House, and uh, I just started a couple weeks ago, and I love it. 
That's right, baby. Room for you. Honesty on here. I bet you didn't know you could smoke doing the program. You could become the fittest man alive and smoke during the program. It's incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. And I wanted to see if Savan watched that new Ultimate Fighter last night. No, I didn't. Episode one. No, how was? Okay. How is it? How is it? It's good, man. Those chicks are crazy. They're pretty crazy. All right, I'll check it out. You know, I don't usually feel like I have time to do that. Between watching like the embedded and having the guest on the show and spending all day fucking Saturday watching UFC, I don't normally watch Ultimate Fighter. But you think I should watch this one? That's my assault bike uh, show go to. Okay, <laughs> I, I feel you. I feel you on that. Are we gonna start? Anyway, bro? I'm uh, I'm part of House, and I like Hunter, so let's go. What is House? Tell me what House is. Hunter's Academy of Strength. Hunter's Academy of Strength. You guys did that in tandem. That was nice. Can you pull that up, Susan? I want to see this. That was nice. Hey, hey, yeah, why? Hey, what do you think about Hunter being? I, I mean, obviously not under the um uh the 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 rules of the CrossFit game, but Hunter actually might be the fittest man alive, even with Greg Glassman's definition of fitness. Agreed. Thanks, Maybe Hunter. some of the, the the specific skills, but overall athlete, yeah, for sure. Big fan. Hunter McIntyre's Academy of Strength. We build the strongest endurance athletes on the planet. Wow. Yeah, okay. I buy it. I see it. I mean, you are it. Anyway, I run pro. It's pretty good. It's hard, but it's all good. So. Yep. You sound like my wife. She runs pro. It's hard, and it's good. Thank you. There you go. All right, all right. Thank you. Anyway, good luck. Thanks I'm out. for the team, dude. See ya. Boy, my wife's taking a beating this morning. The center of every joke. You know, I'm overcompensating because I didn't feel good this morning. So I'm like, I'm coming to come in extra hard. What did you say, Hunter? We teach people to exercise on here properly. What does that mean properly? Well, listen, elevator pitch. I just think most of the programming companies you're going to see online is just like getting people to like move and sweat. We are trying to actually like periodize and teach people to train and compete. We're not okay. like a movement exercise company we're a competition company okay fair. Mm -hmm. we do like to have fun though i'm gonna do a summer shred challenge i'm gonna get fucking jacked this summer you should uh work that thank you jiggy I, I really like it when people attack hunter in the comments Sevon is the fittest Sevon is the fittest man as long as he's enough no they, no 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 that's attacking me i thought this is <laughs> gonna attack hunter Someone's the fist man as long as you have to go upside down or snatch and i sit and say that with love I, i'm good at, i'm good upside down can I raise my hand for something? Please. What exactly is this? What are we a part of right now? Is this like just like <laughs> kind of show, or is there like a is there a storyline? Yeah, it's loose. We shoot from the hip. No storyline. Yeah. I was just wondering. I don't know because I've shown up. This is probably like my fourth time joining, and I never know what's really going on. <laughs> I know sometimes it's like Hunter, how are you? And it's like it's like this really sincere. <laughs> Um, tell me about tell me about uh, the week, blah blah blah. Uh, tell me about your challenges and like, like we we did a little counseling session with you like a month ago. That was harsh. It's coming and out then, and, big backlash of a big win, and I was wasted. Not wasted booze. I was just wasted in life. Fired. I'm just capable. I go both ways. Handy capable. I'm, I'm super capable. I go both ways. I go the third way that no one even knows about. Uh, interested to hear more on that. You I know, like that. Will you do that again? Oh, together. Uh, 
Oh. I'm trying to practice stop, like stop using um. It's so hard not to, just the way that my brain moves so fast. If I don't ha- hit a speed bump every once in a while, I can't catch traction on the rest of my thought. You know what I'm trying to say? So I use um to be this like ba-boom and then get back on. So I'm trying to avoid that. It's hard. Someone called me out on it the other day and I was like, fuck, I'm an um guy. I don't really, I don't really mind ums. I'm pro um. No, I get it. But if you, every once in a while, if you listen to yourself, all like if we're on this podcast, I listen to it post recording. You're like, hey, I want to catch up on what we did the other day. You catch how many times you say um. You're like, if we had a beer drinking game where if we had to have a shot of beer every single time I said um, we'd be blackout in like 15 minutes. <laughs> the word that I use that I would prefer I didn't use is like. It's like, oh, I love that. Like, what am I, 12? And have a vagina. It's you know like, what it's, like it's like, and sometimes I'll do like three likes. It's like, it's like, it's like, and I'm like, have you done the I mean thing? When you're no. like, you ask me a question, you're like, I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's the word. <laughs> all those, the, I prefer an um or dirty joke. Eddie's really oh. upset with me right now, by the way. I was supposed to do a podcast with him yesterday and I got a tummy ache and decided to go go to sleep. <laughs> I said, dude, I'm really not feeling well. I'm going to take a nap. And he flipped. And I took a nap and felt great. And then I went for a bike ride. And I posted me on the bike ride. <laughs> it elevated his level of anger even more. So we might have a breakup. I know. Uh, you sound like you're going to. Isn't it interesting? You have one guy that wants to precision scheduling with podcasts with you. And then it's me. And it's like, hey, oh, we're going live in an hour. You, you, just, you, you just want a happy medium. You just want someone. You just want a happy medium. I seriously didn't think you were going to come on this morning. Who's Jeff Evans? Uh, former games uh, um, athlete, a really cool dude. Um, started a. Say that again. Are we talking billions here, Jeff? Yeah, billions. <laughs> billions. He he has this. Uh, I, I wish I could remember the name of his company. Is it Sarah Surus Saris? It has the or is it Cerebus? Is it the three headed dog? What's the category here? He he basically just has like natural supplements. One of the things that I take that he has is um, it's this tincture of stuff, and it's cayenne pepper and a couple other things, and it's supposed to help you breathe better. Oh no yeah, that's way, dude, they sent me one of these things. I thought it was like some kind of testosterone in a bottle, so I didn't take it. I literally have it <laughs> oh. here in this room. I was too scared. I was like, people send me stuff all the time, and I'm like. Man, I'd really like to take this, but I have no fucking clue what's in this bottle. <laughs> Surus. Sur- oh, it's a bull. Surus flow. I think that's what I take. Wait a second. I'm going to go find this thing. And I really like this stuff. I I like the tincture over the bottle stuff. Oh, there's a pro. I need the pro. Well, that's what, that's what I take. It's fun. I like it because it's spicy. it's spicy. Have we tried the sleep one? That might no. be good for you. No, no, I sleep like a fucking rock star. Although, you mean like because I drink a coffee at eight thirty at night when I'm doing the podcast? Yep, all wound up. All right, can we go back to um, uh, Johnny Depp when he comes back? I'm going to see if I can get us back on track with Johnny Depp. The, the, in this scene, the attorney. The thing. What'd you say? He might go. He's grabbing the supplement. I think he's going to take it. He's going to try it. Oh, good. That way he can do that too. Well, then we'll switch back. Oh, here we go. Check this out. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah. Does that have the cayenne pepper? Just look at the back of it as the cayenne pepper. It says beta vulgaris. That's beetroots with thionine somnifera. That's ashwagandha. 
There's no Cayenne in here. It's going to take a while to get through this. I have his phone number. I'll give you his phone number. Well, no, he sent it to me. I, look, the wrapper's still on it. I just didn't feel comfortable opening it because I was like, I really just have no clue what's in this, so I can't take it. Not to say anything bad about your company. I hope you're doing great, dude. Jeff supplements everything with just a little bit of bull semen. Okay. Um, uh, okay. So, so I don't like the fact that the, the way the lawyer asked this question, go ahead and hit, hit play. Let's, let's get back on track. What's important. You, you, you poured yourself a, um, a mega pint of red wine, correct? A mega pint. <laughs> I poured myself a large glass of wine. I mean, it's such bullshit. The, the judge should just reach across and bitch slap the fucking – a pint is a fucking measurement. There is no fucking – and to throw the word mega on there is just like embellishment fucking dramatization. There is this no such whole, thing as a mega pint. Butchered. Butchered him, like their whole side of the case. He did such a bad job. The girl side. Yes, it's terrible. I mean, they have so many of these recordings of they should not allow public recordings of court cases because now they're just ruining this whole like they're trying to they even tried to shut down the court case because they think that the public out like, you know, the public outreach is basically tilting the scale of the case against them because of the amount of social media stuff that's being posted about it. But the only reason why that's happening is because they're doing such a bad job. So right. they tried to get the court case thrown out, and then the the judge said, "Fuck you guys, we're keeping we're rolling." Is there a jury? I don't know. I mean, I'm really not tuned in it. like that. I just watch these little meme things that just are super embarrassing. Yeah, I think it's a civil case, right? Isn't there not a jury in that? Dude, and she pooped. She pooped on the bed. Dead. That is awesome. That is like as hardcore as it gets. That's like. That's she but like on, but like on purpose. On on purpose, she did it. Yeah, his side of the bed and the security guard, I think, was the one that kind of testified <laughs> to, to back it up. I mean, this shit's this shit's hardcore. This woman's in deep, deep water, and he's got a lot of stuff. He's been recording conversations, all this stuff. Wow, Bruce Wayne just tried to dump, drop you some money, dude. That's by literally. the way, Bruce. I haven't even made it through all my DMs. I'm looking for your DM with your number so I can text you back. Um, like that OnlyFans portal for people donating to this show. I mean, people are supposed to be able to donate. Okay, everyone who's listening right now, donate a dollar. Let's let's see if this works. Let us know. They're all gonna be like, "Oh, we all tried." But <laughs> I would donate a dollar. How do you do that? You you're, you're, super chat and YouTube. You can't do it with dark sunglasses on. Well, dude, I have boxes. Hey, clothes. What what's the point? Are, so they're married, and this is their divorce case. Is that what's going? Divorce on? already happened. So this is like okay. another really interesting part about it. She got this massive settlement um, for the divorce. She did massive settlement, seven million dollars, and then she goes on to TV and tells everybody she's like, "I'm not just taking this money for me. I'm actually donating it all to these causes, like these really good charities." And then they brought the one of the people who runs the charity on. And basically, we're like, yeah, she hasn't donated that much money. So, like, everything. I just used liked a bunch. Um, it's the whole thing's a mess. It's hard to keep track of even, but uh, it's fascinating. Like, I'm, I'm fully in. Like, this is my new OJ. Like, you know, remember the last really good celebrity trial was OJ Simpson. This one's the new one. I, I, I like him more than ever. Sevon, when you talked about abortion, you said removing a fertilized egg. Be intellectually honest. It's killing a fetus. No, what you're doing, 
I, I'm not disagreeing with you, but what you're doing is uh, um, you're insinuating that I'm being dishonest, which is not true. And you're saying it's killing a fetus and a fetus is a concept, but the, what, to describe a fertilized egg. And so what you're doing is you're doing the same thing that everyone else wants to do. You want to take these things and keep moving them further and further uh, using signifiers to point at actual truths. And it, it's actually the exact opposite. So I think you could just say without any of that, you could be like, let's not forget that a fertilized egg is now called a fetus. And the only difference between a fetus and your boys. Yeah, I'm, I'm, is I'm, time. I, I tried, Tyler. I tried. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the uh, hello caller? How are you? Hey, we got cut off. Okay. <laughs> You're Joel from where? This is another typer, dude. You got to hang up on this. Too slow. He's no good at typing. Give him the chop. Chris. Yeah, you're cocked. I want your cock. Big cock. And cut it. <laughs> what are you talking about? No one said that to me in 50. I've been alive for 50 years. Someone finally says, I want your cock. And you guys are voting me to hang up on him. Well, fuck you guys. Hunter gets that on a nightly basis. Let me yeah. live this moment. Yes, sir. <laughs> Hey, I really appreciate you uh -huh. finding me attractive. Uh, hopefully, once sometime we run into a bar, and um, my oh, wife, no. my wife will see other people find me attractive. What what is happening? Yeah, hey, fuck yeah! Right. Hey, he's a cut cock, little flared out mushroom head, big balls. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Little pretty cock, big balls, but no man. Oh, yeah. Well, God, look at all this money pouring in. You need to call more big often. Cock head. Kevin Smith, dollar ninety nine. Ian Williams, a dollar ninety nine. I like how we're just letting this guy. <laughs> you know what? I G honestly, I'm upset that Kevin Spacey's out the game. I don't want to hang up on him. I'm just going to lower his voice for a second. So Hunter can talk about what, how he's, if he's stimulated, go yeah. ahead, Hunter. Nothing. I just, I just miss Kevin Spacey. I watched a movie a couple nights ago called margin call and Kevin Spacey's in it. He's freaking legit. You know, Kevin, you missed Spacey's the child molester. No, here's Kevin Spacey right he's here. To make mistakes. Here's Kevin hey, Spacey. Sir. Go ahead, Kevin. Go ahead, yes, talk. Sir. This is Kevin Spacey uh, calling from uh, a boys' camp. Go ahead, Kevin. Spacey's got a lot of free time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Hey, I love you. Thank you. My cock loves you. And uh, um, call back anytime. Thank you. When I was a younger, more immature podcaster, I would have hung up on that guy. But now you want to let everybody have their room. No, I just no, I'm just I'm just leveraging it. That's how you that's how you hack that's how you hack the podcast. If you ever want to get on, just call, start rambling. Savant's too nice to hang up. So you just uh you just get some time. Do with that casting couch in the background. <laughs> the the Hunter McIntyre couch. Uh Rodney Jackson, thank you. Blair Chapman, thank you. Jiggy Josh, you're a you're a you're a man amongst boys. And if you're a girl, I'm sorry. Matt Reynolds, uh hi. Uh Gabe, uh Y yes. Um, yeah, it, dude. Uh, Paper Street Coffee, dude. $5 donation. Dude, this is pretty good. I, you probably are going to rack in around $35. Now, <laughs> that's, that's After crazy. taxes. <laughs> Tom, me and you need to have it out someday. Sometimes that's you a, really piss me off. What? That's a Go family ahead. jab right there, dude. You just went for your family. 
Oh gosh, I'm nervous. Caller, welcome to the show. What is your question? Hey, Stevan. This is Mark Fuentes. Uh, Mr. Fuentes, how are you? Mr. Fuentes. Good. How are you doing? I'm uh, uh, stimulated, to say the least. Uh, <clears throat> you you opened up the can of worms, so I hope I, maybe that's why so many people are calling in today. Okay. Uh, you said <laughs> is it that, that last guy had a point. <laughs> tell oh, me yeah, about my was... tell me about my cock, Mr. Fuentes. <laughs> I was always wondering why that couch is so dirty. Now that that now that I know it's a casting couch, that makes a lot of My sense. mom's going to be so upset. That's not that couch isn't dirty. That couch is she had that in her law office, and then I, she was. I just all I have is used furniture shit. This is all my mom's furniture from when she was an attorney. Now you guys are ripping on it. I hope she comes to your house and whips your guys' ass. <laughs> I can't tell if Hunter's really Okay, go ahead, Mr. Foy. Just say something powerful about abortion. What, what is that? The, is that the door we opened the only, up this morning? The only question that matters. The only question, yes. not whether I'm a man or a woman, not whether separate body, different body, like any of that, is when does a fetus become a human being? And I want you to answer that question. Uh the second the question. fucking. The second the sperm fucking cracks that egg, I think. Hey, here's the thing. What you have you ever se- have you ever seen have you ever seen the sperm crack the egg? With my own eyes, I don't think so. I don't yeah. think anyone has. I think that there is some footage of it. I think that there actually is some footage of it. There's so Someone many there's so many things we have to define in there. But if I were just to take the easy way out, I would say the second this like like it's like this. It's like oh oh fuck, I love you. And then like 18 <laughs> seconds later, I just imagine those guys making the baby. Okay, I think so it's that fast. That, maybe right, maybe it's like a day. Time. I don't know. I don't know how long it takes them to get up there. But you, but it's you feel me that on time, it. That conception, right? Yep, at, yep. The, at the moment of fertilization. Yep, I think it's so. At that time, it's a human being. Yes, sir. Then is it not worthy of every other, worthy of the same dignity, respect, and protection as every other human being on the planet? I hear you. I have no argument against you. You win. I fucking hear you. I hear you. Then you have. Then you're pro life. Congratulations. But but I'm not I I I'm I'm, I'm against put you in a box. Ah, I'm I'm stuck. No, I'm I'm a hundred percent against abortion. I will not make laws on women's bodies. I'm not fucking doing it. I'm not I'm not I'm not, I'm not fucking doing it. Not I'm a not, woman's body. If it's not the woman's body, then you'd have to say that you are for making laws that regulate abortions because it's not the woman's body anymore. If it's a separate, totally unique well, DNA separate. that is made. Uh, it's not that, but that's not. You can never win these conversations. It's completely unique. It's, it's one of a kind. It is absolutely unique from the mother. Have this conversation. You cannot win this war. <laughs> he has a soil. All right, he's talking to you, Mark, because I'm not trying to win. So he must be talking to you. He's got a soil. Well, I'm stuck. Everything now. else, everything else, to you're you're totally conservative on, except for this, and I was kind of surprised. I'm. Uh, I'm just not for I'm, I'm I'm not for putting laws on fucking people's bodies and and I totally hear you I know I know I'm I I'm 100 comfortable being fucking wrong. What he's doing, but right it's now logically unsound. Here's, here's why: if I were to if if you're saying that the mother is keeping the, the baby alive and therefore it's part of her body, there's plenty of machines that can do that too, especially for preemies. Doesn't it doesn't make it less the baby a machine? So you can't say I'm I'm gonna. Fix this machine 
and therefore you're somehow doing something to the baby itself. That's a separate entity. It's a separate function. Hey, um, <clears throat> there's a million fucking things I do fucking horrible every single fucking day knowing they're horrible. The one I use all the time is this fucking example of this iPhone. We know this is made with child labor and it's like my, and it's in China and it's like my favorite toy. I love this thing. I hold it with me all day, every day. I can't explain. I can't, I, 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 it's, it's not, I can't explain it to you. Like a non-aborted baby. I, I, well, I can't explain, yeah, I can't explain it. I can't explain it, to, I can't explain it to you. There's conflict in me. I can't explain it to you. There's conflict in me. I live with conflict. I'm not, I'm not a smooth. At least you're honest, but this has more gravity than an iPhone. Uh, you, you, you're right. You're right. You're right. Really. Hey, and, more people die making an iPhone than every, than abortions every year. You should probably get that. More, more people, more people die from abortions than making iPhones. I fucking guarantee that. I wouldn't how? say that. How could you guarantee that? I wouldn't say that, dude. You probably don't have any. Because fun. it's in the hundreds of thousands every year. Because it's in the hundreds of hey, thousands. Do you want to hear something crazy? Year. You want to hear some crazy Fuentes? I looked at this stat the other day. One for every one. For every uh, three melanated children that are born in the United States, one is aborted. That's why it's such a weighty issue. For That's me. fucking gnarly. What do you say? These are not. These are not basically aborted. For, these are killed. For every black kid, for every black kid that's for every three black kids that's born, one is aborted. It's like it's fucking. It's. That's how Planned Parenthood started. And the left goes on and on about having to like make make things equitable and make things, you know, all these underprivileged communities. And this is the single biggest issue for them, and they don't even realize it. I what's crazy to me, Mark, I I think that you you're falling into the weeds, and I don't want to go there because that's not where I I. I but I appreciate okay. it. But I appreciate it. But but the the big picture. I, I like to think of this as a bi- as really really big picture. And where you're going is, is like, hey, motherfucker, you're like, if you're not against this, then you're okay with kids being dying, right? Being killed. Well, that's the only question. That's why I asked a single question. I, yeah. I don't want to get in the weeds either. I think there's only one question that needs to be answered, and, and you answered it. Life begins yeah. at the conception. So, therefore, it should be protected just like any other life. Just like the laws that you make for people wearing seatbelts to protect lives, you make for people unable to commit abortions because that's also ending a life. It's also putting a life in danger. I'm sorry, I didn't understand that. So you think that as long as you're wearing a seatbelt when you have sex, everything should be okay? I wasn't able to make the connection. I think no, I'm just joking. like you're going to make laws protecting human life in regular society, you should make laws protecting human life in the womb. I'm not going to say that this is a true stat because it comes from a website called factsanddetails.com. <laughs> Sounds like bullshit. <laughs> but Sounds more real. than 100,000 people die every year in industrial accidents in China. 99% wow. of them from iPhones. <laughs> Now, now do abortions in America every year. Now do abortions in America. Every Dude, year. Mark, you know, it, it's like I looked it's it up one time. It. It's like 40 million dead babies since 1970. Not, Someone needs to draw yeah. a picture of what that looks like. Yeah, and, it, hey, it hey, here's another thing, Mark. Here's another thing. I, 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 I've thought about this, too, that if, if – and fuck, I'm not a woman, so it's like easy for me to say. But if, God forbid, something were to happen to my wife and she were to get raped and she were to get pregnant, and I, 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 I would not be for aborting that baby at all. Zero. If she wanted to keep the baby, I'd be, I'd fucking love that baby and raise that baby. And I talked about that on a show. And in, in, in the last week, if you look on my Instagram now, I have two posts of people whose parent, whose moms were raped and they wouldn't be here today if their mom didn't have the baby. Yeah. I've never, I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah. I know. I, I know. Two, I know two. I know two. I know a woman who went and got a fucking abortion 
they told her they got the baby and they didn't. And she had the baby and she's the fucking happiest person I fucking know with the fucking greatest. I'm kid telling ever. you what's meant to be. I, I, if you, I've never seen anyone who's like, Oh my God, I wish I didn't have this kid. I just yeah. don't, I just don't know anyone like that. It blesses people. That's how God intended it. But hunters, wait, 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 God, God, hold on, hold on. Hunter. Don't get all weird on me. We were, we were talking smart and you got to bring God into it. Imaginary friend. Sorry. Okay, go ahead. 629,898 abortions in 2019 alone. Wow. Yeah, that's what I, I was trying to get that stat in, but I think. Hey, time, we need a vacuum sound right. effect. Every time you mention abortion, you just hear a vacuum go on. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you for calling, Mark. Thanks for making me feel like shit. I appreciate right, you. Good dude. I love you. Bye. All right. I got to get to work, boys. What? Some of us have real fucking jobs. Oh, <laughs> thank you hunter thanks thanks for having me on always a pleasure oh i don't know why that gave me such a headache all of a sudden all this conversation abortion. <laughs> you guys fucked my day up okay can you play number 12 real quick uh, uh page three before hunter leaves just play number two before he goes before he, gets, before he gets naked actually let's keep him on he's starting to take clothes off let's keep him on i can't i can't live the rest of the day in this winter jacket this is for the show Sean G. Do you have a window open? What's a show? We get Me? Sean G. Yeah, Sean G. Here we go. Hey, I'd be so proud of my son. I'm, I'm going to actually probably do this with Avi right here. Yes, what? Yes. It's my favorite when you see these rappers that started out in this part of their career and where they've sold out to be now, how they're all in like Disney movies, like babysitting kids and like, thug <laughs> and you know what? Like, I'm happy that these people have made progress in their lives in whatever way they wanted to, whether or not they still idolize that attitude and are just making the paycheck in this world. It's just crazy. Like it's, they've completely sold out to some kind of degree yet. All of them are like, yo, this is awesome. This is Disney money. Like you can't get better than Disney money. So yeah. Whenever I watch that shit, I'm like, wait a second. Isn't what the fuck, what's the name of the rapper who sings that ice cube? Uh, yeah. Uh, it was NWA from back in the day. Yeah. But that's ice cube. Aren't they? God, I hope you meant to call the show and not my phone. Yeah, man. Ah, you're on. I wanted is uh is Hunter still on? He is briefly. All right. I just I want to get this out before you jump off. So a bunch of people have been asking me this: Is Hydrox gonna take over 
CrossFit in the competitive space? Are more people going to start jumping ship and going to Hydrox? I, I think it's High Rocks, but whatever. I call I it Hydrox, too. Hydrox sounds better. The fact that you can't get the, the name of it right is a terrible sign for its future. <laughs> um, I think I think it's more accessible. I don't know if they'll ever reach the point of fame and stardom that CrossFit did just because I think they had people like Savan managing it. Unfortunately, a lot of uh, these companies need to understand that sports are meant to be played and, you know, dynasties are meant to be talked about. Like CrossFit was a dynasty because they talked about it a lot. And um, it's more so that than a sport. It's a culture. It's a, you know, it's a lifestyle. I don't think High Rocks has got the guts to do that. So I'm being honest. No. I think I think it can be. I think it can explode. Here's the thing: it's it going for it. Don't get me wrong. It, it's just saying it takes people like you in the position that you are in to really have the foresight to understand. Like this is something special. The world needs to know about it. How do they know about it? We have to create content. What do we do with the content? We make awesome documentaries. We reach the people. We create inspiring stories. That's that's how you get it out there. Hey, I was actually thinking about what it would be like to go do behind the scenes with Hunter or at a High Rocks challenge. And there are some challenges to it because it's just one event, right? And the cool thing about the CrossFit Games is it's like 15 events. So you get to, you have like 15 chapters, but it could be done and it could be great. And the really cool thing about High Rocks, it took me a long time. And I've heard, a lot of people have talked to me about it and I didn't kind of grasp it, but it is the same thing every single time. Yes. And so, and so, that, so you can start to, yeah, go ahead. Uh, like, I've had a bunch of people reach out and ask me to cut, like think about covering it with the stat stuff that I've been doing. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, there's only one event, like how much innovation, how cool would it be really to watch? But it's got all these events. Ironman world championships has been on the television since 1989. And it's still one of like the most publicized events in the entire world. As far as endurance, same with the Boston marathon. Oh, and they're dumb as shit. And they're dumb as shit. You can make a storyline out of people running the same pace for 26 miles. You can make something out of high rocks if you have a brain. I got to bounce, guys. Peace. Later, Thanks. Hunter. Thanks, Thanks, Connor. I, I, Thanks I, Hunter. I think the same is kind of true with the, um, the Tour de France. I think that I thought the Tour de France was going to be dumb as shit. And then I watched like a, I bought just many years ago. This is before I made Every Second Counts. I, I bought like a 13 DVD series on the Tour de France where they covered the whole thing. And man, they covered it good. I think you could make it exciting. Why couldn't you like know like they have a section that's just doing lunges or they have a section that's the final run or you could know the times and the splits for all of those, right? There could become world records for each chat, you know. Maybe they have it already, but there's eight different events. Do you know the event, Tyler? I know a little bit about it, uh, but no, I, I haven't looked into it. It's just like I've had so many people all of a sudden say, oh, you should try to cover this. And I'm like, okay. And, and so my, like, I wanted to ask Hunter, like, is this even worth getting into almost? Um, basically it's eight, it's, and I might be wrong here, but I'm close enough. It's eight events split by eight runs and you do it all at once. So it's run and then, and then it's run a thousand meters and row a thousand meters. It's run a thousand meters, a hundred wall balls, run a thousand meters, a hundred lunges. You know, it's like that. And I mean, each section could be broken down pretty, pretty nicely. But um, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm. It's funny. I'm. I'm over the exercising thing, kinda. But 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 I'm not <laughs> over people, and so 
and they, and that they had a fucking great ambassador in the sport, right? Hunter Hunter McIntyre. I mean, and you can't it doesn't get better than him. So is he not part of that deal anymore? Who knows? Or he just he... set the world record, and then we had him on the show, and he we had a gun in his mouth, and now he <laughs> seems to be better again. Maybe he'll go break he the world record. Again. I don't know. <clears throat> so I guess like there's some sort of champion and championship in Las Vegas in like two weeks. Uh, oh, oh yeah. So I wonder if he's going to that. He had, been t- he had been talking to me about that, and he actually said that the owner of the company would like to meet me. And, of course, I would love to meet him or her. Uh, but for some reason, I don't see an email from them. But I kind of don't anyway, want it I anyway because I don't want to leave home. I'm tired <laughs> right. of leaving home. I just wanted to, like, save the sanctity of the call-in line. The guy was getting a little, little hairy for a second, so I was trying to pull it back in. But I wanted to call earlier before – before Hunter jumped off. But I think you're supposed to say I, you wanted to pull it back out, but you know, right? You do you. Anyway, hey, thanks, guys. hey, are we are we are we yeah. do are we doing an article with you for the for the? Um, Fuck yeah! Oh God, I'm Fuck so excited. Yeah. That's going to be our first. That's our first seven podcast. Man, we're going to be bigger than Vice in no time. Well, we shouldn't talk about this offline, but like what I'm trying to do is like so. This one's going to be a little bit more opinionated. That you guys haven't read it yet, but. I mean, there's a lot of facts in it. It's mostly facts and then a part at the end that's opinion. And, yeah, I like it. Let's um, be opinionated. Let's be opinionated. Well, that's why I want to do it with you is because it's like, hey, guys, like I got to kind of church it up everywhere else I go. This is the part where I, I say my facts, but then I'm like, hey, this is this is what the part that everybody is really talking about. And this is the main takeaways here, which are in my opinion. Um, but like I'm going to put it on my sub stack. Um, and Substack is basically just only fans for writers. <laughs> but if anybody doesn't want to pay me to see my content, they can go to your all's. Um, uh, you can pay. You can pay uh, Mr. Watkins, or you can get it for free at the Sevon Podcast right. All right, thank you very right. much. Yeah, man. I'll see you guys later. Peace and love. Bye. Later. Christy A in the comments. Julian, who's healthy and fit, got COVID, but Sevon thinks COVID isn't real. Hey, <laughs> you slut. Christy's been getting after it. Where's that a comment? Did you save that one? Or something? I'm just, I was going through my YouTubes when, or my YouTubes. I was going through my emails when Tyler was talking. And, and, oh. and, uh, uh I, 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 I have no idea what the fuck COVID is. I know they got a little test for it. They shove it in your nose, but I've, I've never even come close to saying it's not real. You dumb fuck. And who knows if Julian's who knows if Julian's uh, um, uh, uh, healthy? Everyone knows that fucking every Mexican eats a, the uh, 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 cotton candy every night before they go to bed. Everyone knows that. I can't be good for you. Sweeping generalizations. All right. What a show! What's up, Souza? So much. Just hey, join the commentary. Hey, tell me. Um, there was a story you told there. Uh, uh, can you tell me that story? I saw last night. I was thinking about that story. You told me about the, uh, that you told me a story one time about how your clients got in a fight and you lost a client. They ran a, you had a coach who shut the door on some, someone left. Are you sure with me? Yeah. Some, there was a workout at your gym. <laughs> 
and someone was running around the building and, and coming in and out the wrong door. And when your coaches shut the door and the client had a fucking meltdown, will you tell that story? I love this fucking story. Yeah. Yeah. So in the old building that I used to have, it was just in the back of a, it was in the warehouse of like a bigger building. And so there was two bay doors like this, you can imagine. And then the parking lot was here and this bay door, or I should do this one because it's reverse. The further bay door was where the line was drawn to where the running started. And, um, I used to have a uh, uh, business partner that was very stringent on uh, standard, if you will. Maybe he was Hiller before uh, Hiller was cool. And anyhow, um, one of the members kept running out of the second door. Like her, her setup was actually closer to that door. So logistically, it kind of made sense. But as she ran out that door, I could see it starting to uh, bother him. So he comes over and he just shuts. The Why did it shorten the race when she did that? It shortened it like by 10 meters or something. I don't even, I wouldn't even say 10 meters, but yeah, maybe, maybe 10 meters, maybe 50 feet, maybe okay. less than 10, less than 10 meters. And so it shorted off. So then she goes, she's out on the run and then she comes back and that bay door is shut. And so then she, it forces her to have to come back in from the official start and uh, stop line. So she and took off, and when she comes back, the door's closed. The, Did you the, see her the reaction? Big bay door. Yes, yes. Well, I actually witnessed it because I could see him start to look over, and like I could see it start to to bug him, and he was getting hyper focused on her running. By the way, she's like no competitor or anything. It's just a Saturday morning workout. She's just there to sweat it out and and have a good time. And she's doing a good job. She's getting her work in, but she's just fucking it up a little bit. Doing great. Yeah. Yeah. Doing, doing great. (laughs) Like at street parking, they would have been perfectly okay with this. Fitness freedom. That's right. You want to show the run 50 feet? It's no big deal. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It was just a normal class, Jared, just a normal Saturday class. And none of the, the person who was coaching the class, no issue. Because like I said, logistically, it actually made more sense for her to go out that door. So anyhow, he comes over and I could see it's bugging him. And it was like slow motion for me because I knew it was going to be an issue. And he just starts shutting the door down. Boom. So he shuts down the door. And now you're just kind of waiting to see what's going to happen. How many people are in the class? uh, There is probably like 15 people, 15 people in the class. And then we had a weightlifting class that was going on off to the side as well, too. So you figure there's another three or four of us. And I'm just kind of in there, you know, shaking hands and kissing babies, just hanging out and doing my thing. And uh, next thing you know, she she comes back in through the door. She has to and just loses her shit. And the best part about it is she didn't even have to question who did it. She just walks right in, beelines right over to that guy and goes, you fucking asshole. You know what? Was she done with the workout or no? This is like mid-workout. It's like, like, you know, maybe eight minutes into a 20-minute ANRAP or something like that. And the best part about it is the person who shuts the door kind of has this confused look like what's happening why are you why are you so upset <laughs> and so she just she goes and then she just she just storms out of the gym leaves her whole setup there oh man she just storms out of the gym and the guy who shut the door kind of just does like a look around like well this was totally this was totally random and then kind of walks back over to his bar and then just starts his power clean sets again like as if oh was he working out too <laughs> yes Oh, shit. So he's working out, observing the class, sees this happening, decides he's going to take it upon himself to shut the other door. So she has to start stop where everybody else is. She comes in, flips out on him, storms out, leaves her poor uh, husband there. He's in the middle of his workout like, what? what's going on? She's like 
takes off to the door. He comes over and is like, hey, I'm sorry. I'm like, yeah, don't worry about it. Leave you guys' stuff. Go ahead and, and grab your bags and, you know, take off. And then he takes off. And then the, the guy who shut the door, I'll just never forget, just starts working out again and then kind of looks at me, comes over later, and he goes, well, that was crazy, huh? <laughs> like He didn't light the fuse the whole entire time. Was that it? Was she done with the gym? That was it. You that lost a client. Lost did you lose? Did lost you lose her husband? Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, he showed her. Got her. <laughs> oh god. I, I hey, do you still have that business partner? Uh, no, but we're still we're still buddies. God, I hope we're he's not, not listening to this show because he's not hard. I, I think he would like it. He would he would laugh <laughs> at that time. It was just funny how the narrative switched, and he's like. Well, that was that was an overreaction, and I was like, "Well, you you could argue that shutting the door was also an overreaction to her." And I wouldn't even call it necessarily like shortcutting the run, but inevitably shortcutting the run. Pretty funny. Jeremy Williams, five dollars. I give that to Susan for that story. I just I, that, thanks. I just can so visualize that. I can so see that you're out for your run and you come back. So that means the whole time she knew. Like she felt the vibe from him. She knew he was staring. She came back in the, the, I mean, the huge bay door is shut. <laughs> it's like, and she was the only person, maybe there might've been one other person that started running out of it. Like after, but when, uh, when, when I was at HQ, we had two bay doors and you, there was a 400 meter run and you would leave one. I can't remember what I would do if I would either way, you had to come back to your same bar. Mm-hmm. But I under I can't think of the exact circumstance, but there were circumstances for sure that if you went if you went in and out different doors, you were shortening. Like if you left um, doing power cleans on one end of the gym and you come in the door on the other side and you start doing pull ups, you've cut out that whole middle part of the gym of the run. Right. That is that is sloppy. He also used to that is sloppy. Another, but but you don't fuck with the client like that. Like fuck. Another thing that was pretty funny was um, sometimes he would come in not co- not coaching the class. And we kind of look and you would see, you know, sometimes you have um, uh, clients that will come in or members of the gym that will go and maybe the it's like running and power cleans, let's say the workout is. And you could tell that maybe they're a little bit too light on the power clean for the intent of the workout. Maybe it's supposed to be kind of a heavier drop and set, drop and set, right? But they're able to just do it, you know, super easy muscle clean because it's too light. Well, when they would go back out on the run, he would determine that it was too light and would add weight to their bar. Oh, shit. So then they would come back in from the run. I have no idea that there's more weight on the bar. Few people would catch it. Like they would look and be like, wait a minute. There's, you know, an extra set of tens on this or something. Wow. And some people would hit the first one and go, what the hell? And kind of drop and go, who, you know, who added weight to my bar? And, um, you know, funny in retrospect, but not funny at the time. But it would always be, it would always be interesting because he, he, he wouldn't coach the class. But we just determined, like, yeah, that's too easy for you. I need to up the weight. It's that's commitment, funny. just like this caller. Hello, caller. Is it the same one? Yes. Hey, I really want your talk. You want you want to do what to it? What's happening? Hey, I really want your talk. Bailey Keller, thank you for the four ninety nine. Jeremy Williams, thank you for the five dollars. This has been a- uh, Dave Chappelle got attacked on stage last night. Yeah. Do you see that? No. What happened? Somebody ran up and like, I don't, the clip was super, super short, but it just like, it just hit him and it kind of looked like they went to like tackle him or something like that. What happened? 
somebody ran up and like, I don't. Hey, Brittany, what's up? This is Zach. Yeah, that's what I said. What's up, Zach? <laughs> hey, first first time caller. I've been a huge fan. Thanks so much for what you do, Savon. Thank you. I'm um, having a blast. I, uh, I had a quick question. I wasn't able to call in the other day for um, Medeiros when he was on. Medeiros, yes. And, yeah, and I just I had a question for you guys what your thoughts were about um, – you know, he started so young. Remember Hiller's video, how he showed the progression of him starting out really young, deadlifting. I think he was about 14, you know, deadlifting 275. I've got, I've got two boys. I've got two boys. They're both wrestlers. They, they're really active. They're both, you know, eight and coming up on seven years old. And they've done some CrossFit kids stuff in, in general, but for the most part, just enjoying activities outside. And I know you've got kids, Savon. I was just curious, like, what your opinion is looking at you know, some of these kids starting so young and how you feel some of those questions with parents um, to get kids involved at a young, you know, and, and looking for a really good CrossFit kids program that's paying attention to form and things like this. I think this is one of the areas in CrossFit where we could be better is having better CrossFit kids programs and better avenues for kids to, you know, learn good movement. So I just kind of wanted to get your opinion on looking at Justin, how far he's come but then comparing that long-term to the health of say Justin's body, like what that could do for him long-term and how us as parents should gauge, like when to get kids involved and how to evaluate good CrossFit kids program. Man, I don't know if I have a, a, a good answer for that, but I just remember back in the day, Rich would always talk about the importance of kids to really just be playing sports and not so much be do, worried about um, lifting, lifting weights. And I really like the fact that Justin was a wrestler. I think, uh, and, and and it seems like he was a pretty serious wrestler. I think to just jump into CrossFit as a sport m makes absolutely no uh, sense to me. I, it, it seems like, t I, I always thought of CrossFit as a place where professional athletes could kind of go to die. It seems like, <laughs> as I get older, it just seems to me kind of like, um, uh, sports as a kid then then crossfit and you're maybe maybe your 20s and 30s and then in your 40s and 50s uh back to like you know um bodybuilding just slower s more controlled i mean you can do crossfit but maybe just you know turn the clock off that, i mean that's sort that's how i see it for me i'm not saying that that's the right way i'm probably going to get a lot of hate for that but the intensity when i do intensity now like i have to really 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 be careful like really mm -hmm. fucking be careful. And so there are moments that I do um, uh, mess around with intensity, but I would never like, you know, you're 20, you're 14. I can go out with my, my kid and just, uh, I marked off a hundred meters on the beach and I can go, Hey, sprint as fast as you want for a hundred meters. I cannot do that. I have to mm -hmm. run like five, 100 meter sprints first, which are basically like start with walking one. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> then, then jog walk one. And then by the sixth one, I'm like, okay, I can fucking let the wheels come off the bus. Um, so I, I think every kid is different. If you grew up in a fucking gym, like James Townsend's kids, I mean, th those girls do it all right. I mean, they do gymnastics, right. they do weightlifting, but like to, to, um, for your kid not to experience soccer or tennis or some sort of, f or dancing or something that requires like some, some sort of footwork and agility and, 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 and make weightlifting like their primary thing. I think, I think it's a mistake. I don't think that that kid li lives I don't think that's a happy life w would be my guess right off the bat. Um, I think, I think you're, I, 
when I just listened to you cross, I think you're right. I think there's something to a traditional sport that CrossFit doesn't necessarily give you if you're just locked into a gym. But I think we are seeing kids. I mean, would you rather are, be the world's greatest dancer or the world's greatest CrossFitter? I would take fucking dancer a million times, like every time. Like, yeah, I think I think I would question how healthy your body's going to actually be if you start at CrossFit at six years old and beat yourself to shit until you're forty. I mean, look at the guy who just who just got kicked out of the CrossFit games, whatever his name is, with all the complaints, you know, the, the older gentleman. Right, right. Who's a beast. Movement, right. Yeah. Right. He's a, he's a, total, he's a total beast. But yeah. it's just, like you said, I think at some point the body, inevitably, if you're not on drugs, it does start to break down. And so that's just one of the concerns that I'm processing is, like, how, how do I ethically as a dad, you know, expose the body to rigor, rigorous breakdown-based activities versus just letting them, you know, frolic in the yard and jump off of rocks like they're supposed to. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I don't think this is an either or a question. And then I think the Hiller, I mean, Hiller, the hip, uh, Hippenstein thing, I don't know if that qualifies here. Hippenstein is, is a Jewish man. I don't think this is a Jewish man. He's a hip and steel. Hip and steel. Okay. Well, Check. whatever. I, I don't know. We don't know his mobility or range of motion prior to getting into CrossFit. Right. At 65, if you just take it back. So, so I don't think that qualifies in this conversation. I will tell you that one of the things that we do with our youth athletes at the gym is we use it as a supplement to the sport they're in. So we always say like they should be playing team sports first because that is going to encompass way more um, skills for them in life than just necessarily being alone in the weight room. But I think they should also be exposed to the barbell um, as soon as they're able to start lifting stuff. That doesn't mean it needs to be heavy. When I say barbell, you could buy one of those, you know, five pound barbells. You could buy a 10 pound barbell. And then you just harp on the fact that 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 their movement is perfect before they're allowed to add any weight. And then another thing that we do that we've seen success with is never, ever, ever place the uh, emphasis. Like when you reward them or when you give them attention, don't do it based off who scored the best or who lifted the best weight. Like that's the biggest mm-hmm. thing. So sometimes because they're, they're, they're watching and they're observing and they're really in tune to that. So if I'm giving all my attention to Johnny, who's like lifting a lot more weight and I'm like, yeah, oh my gosh, you're killing it. I'm not giving attention to, you know, the other kid that maybe is just having the barbell and has the Bambi legs, then they're going to see that they're going to want to rush to that. Same with uh, the workouts. Like whenever we do a workout and we're doing something um, with intensity in it, it's never, first off, it's never done with, with weights that, um, are heavy to where you, they could start to break down their form. And the second part of that is it's usually an AMRAP or it's a partner style workout and that help controls. You'll still get intensity out of them, which is still going to give them all the good stuff that they need. But at the same time, you're not making it four times. So there's no real winners and losers. And that's crafted that way on purpose. So that way you could, they are always left. The goal should always be is that they leave excited about exercising because then that's going to have a long-term effect of them always wanting to exercise. If you do it to where there's a winner and a loser and they feel bad at the end of whatever they're, the exercise they're doing or the workout they're doing, then they're going to kind of carry that with them and they're going to say, oh, well, working out just isn't for me. I used to so, think that was bullshit, but that? that's just like – the whole everyone should have fun and blah blah blah. But after one of my kids uh, pulled out for six weeks because he had a bad experience, I realized, oh shit, that it really is true. The, the the main thing with kids is just to make yeah. sure that they're having fun. Once you get into yeah, having years, it changes a little bit. But you know, once you're like sixteen and above, it changes a little bit. But sixteen and below, it should all just be about having fun, movement, play. It should it should mimic just games that you're playing and stuff like that. 
Hey, Savon, I have a, just a quick request then. Um, I, there's been so much, I love your show. There's been so much focus, of course, on competition season. We're in it. It's a ton of fun. I think one of the critiques that I would have against CrossFit right now is um, I don't get, we don't get a lot of information from HQ on their investment into CrossFit kids programs. And I mean, those are, those going to, those are going to be our legacy people that stick around and keep our movement going. I would, I would be interested for you to find like some good CrossFit kids advocates in our community that you could interview. I would just be interested in listening to them to, to hear what they have to say. I mean, if that's an option, would love to. Awesome suggestion. Awesome suggestion. Yeah, and I can awesome, tell you from awesome, a, gym, awesome. a gym standpoint, it's hard to make that program profitable. That's exactly. That's what I mean. And I, th- I think that's the question we have to ask as a community. These, these fucking kids are our future, right? They're going to be wiping our ass when our age. We, you know, how do, we, how do we invest in them nutritionally, you know, movement-wise, you know, from a depression and anxiety standpoint? How do we help gyms build better programs for kids that can be profitable? And I think it starts with educating parents on the importance of getting kids involved. And it starts at the top of HQ talking about all these issues, especially with all the COVID and shit that happened in the last two years. It starts with HQ taking a stance and driving that message downward. Well, the Not first thing we need to do is stop exactly. aborting them. <laughs> oh my God. No, but you make a good point. You make a good point. But I appreciate you guys. Thanks for what you do at would would love to hear all sorts of different topics, but this one's top of mind, just being a father and seeing kids now, you know, moving into sports and struggling with all of the shit that COVID had, you know, all this stuff. My, my brain is just processing. How can I support my children better in their growth? You know? Thanks brother. All right, Zach. Thank you. Yeah. you guys. Okay. Bye. Thanks. Uh, That's a good topic though. <laughs> Do your fucking job as a parent. uh blm is uh, we knew it was a bullshit from the fucking day one it's divisive it separated basically black people into you never want to separate anything you you do not want to do that black lives matter you do not want to do that when i first saw those signs 10 years ago start popping up in berkeley you know what i thought they were i thought i seriously thought logically i thought oh this is the black community speaking to the black community like hey brothers stop killing brothers that's what i fucking thought it was and i start seeing these fucking signs all over these white motherfuckers lawns and then it turns into this fucking complete shit show that fucking all black lives matter is is an organization that talks down to people based on the color of their skin it talks down to white people and it talks down to black people based on the color of their skin. The color of your skin does not fucking mean a fucking thing except how you fucking interact with the sun. And to fucking categorize all black people in the fucking same uh, is the same cultural phenomenon is fucking idiocy. You've never been to fucking Africa. You've never, you don't fucking know shit. And that doesn't even matter if you're fucking black. The worst offenders of it are probably black people, people with black skin. There's no two, there's no two of us who are alike. Just to such a point that you can fucking pigeonhole us. You can't make people like and dislike people, enforce that on the color of their skin, based on the color of their skin. And when you try to say that, when you try to take a stand up against for um, a, a certain group of people, but all you're doing is harming them, you're fucking despicable. And that's what Black Lives Matter is. It's a fucking despicable, gross organization. And basically, it's a, it's a, it's a place for racists to hide out. It is, it is what it is. It's a haven for racists. 
and uh, um, the thing with them stealing their money and like, the, 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 I don't even care about that. Like, of course they did that. Of course they stole all the fucking money. Like, duh. Okay, I'm, that that's a uh, number twenty-five. We don't even need to show the picture of those fucking pieces of shit. They're like the worst thing. Everything, everything that they wanted, all that defunding police. If you hated people based on the color of their skin, Black Lives Matter would be the organization you would have wanted to start. It. Everything played out perfectly for you in the last uh, uh, two years. It's fucking gross. Stop using that as an excuse. Everything that you say that you think happens to you, but, oh, I saw a perfect example of it the other day. I'll give you an example. When I was a fucking little kid, I used to work behind the liquor counter at my dad's store. My Middle Eastern fucking dad owned a liquor store. He worked his fucking ass off 365 days a year, seven days a fucking week. He would drag my ass there. I'd have to dust wine bottles. <laughs> And I would work behind the counter from a young age, five years old, four years old. That's why I'm so good at third grade math. And, and I would give people their change. And I would say to my dad at least once a week, they're not paying attention to me. It's because I'm a fucking little kid. And I would say that to him. And my dad would always like poo-poo me. Like he would be nice. He didn't, probably didn't address it perfectly, but he basically told me I was full of shit. And you know what? He was fucking right. Because people still fucking ignore me every fucking day. <laughs> and it I'm not a fucking matter. four or five year old little kid. Yeah, it didn't matter. That was just a fucking excuse. Mm -hmm. Don't let fuck, don't make it an excuse. Oh, they're rude to me because I'm a Jew. They're rude to me because I'm black. The cops treated me like that. It, even if you're right, there's, there's no end game there. You don't win there. It's feeling sorry for you bullshit. I got these three people who work on the show um, with me on the podcast. Four people. And there was some stuff that was not being done. And it was fucking driving me fucking crazy. And I was talking to one of my friends about it. And they're like, why don't you just ask them to help? Why don't you just ask them to do it? I'm like, well, they fucking work so hard already. And, um, and, and, and I don't pay them any money. Like, how, how can I ask them? How can I ask them to do more? And he goes, you sound like fucking, you got all the excuses. <laughs> I was like, whoa. So you know what I did? I asked Susan to ask them. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what they did? People, they said, oh, of course, we'd love to do that. Yeah, just a little direction, that's all. Stop fucking making excuses. Gonna get shit done. Oh, I, 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 I'm, I'm doing myself now. I can't ask them to help me. What if they leave? They're so important to the show. Stop being a pussy. You could always we, ask, hey, we asked Caleb and Will, hey, can you do this too? After they're already doing a ton of shit. And you know what they said? Yeah, of course. Sorry. Yeah, of course. Not even sorry. Like, yeah, well, it took you so long to ask us, you dumb fucks. <laughs> they're basically just like, yeah, well, we, now that we know whose job it is and what the responsibility yeah. is, we got it. That's all. Sitting over here fucking complaining, feeling sorry for myself. My friend's like, man, those sound like a bunch of good excuses you got for not talking to them. That's the, the yeah. Uh, I, I don't want to hurt their feelings. I want to be nice. That's that's another thing too with a uh, movement in the gym. A lot of coaches will ignore certain people's movement. Like let's say it's not 
it's not done correctly. And they'll go, well, you know, because you have that relationship with them. They're your buddies. So you don't want to say like, hey, every time you do wall balls, you're, you know, you're not at full depth squat. Or, hey, every time, you know, every time you do your pull-ups, you actually never extend your arms all the way down. And we really want you to stay in that full range of motion. And then it's always funny because those people will go and drop in at a different gym, right? Let's say they're on vacation. They go in, they drop in at a different gym. They're at Sevon's gym now. And then they come over and he goes, hey, Matt, your pull-ups, you're not at, at extension, man. You need to let your arm go relax it and you'll actually be able to get more out of your kip. And then they come back to the gym and they go, yeah, I liked it over at there where I was at vacation. You go, why? I go, because I actually got coached. And then the whole time you were the coach that was letting it go because you didn't want to be mean. And then you go, well, shit, I knew that for the whole year. And they go, well, why didn't you say something? It was like, I don't know. We were like buddies and I didn't want you to to feel that I was like attacking you on your pull-ups or something like that. And so we always talk about that during uh, the meetings. It's like, hey, don't. When you see that movement happening, even if you have a good relationship, they're your best friend. Just go over there and coach them. That's what your that's what your job is. And so don't don't just let it go because then they go somewhere else, they get coached, and they come back and they think you're doing a bad job. And all along, you thought you were protecting them. I don't know if that falls exactly in line, but exactly. Oh yeah, CrossFit Livermore, get your shit, get your shit done right. Uh, you got to have friends like that. Yeah, I'm glad you caught that. Yeah, it's exactly right. Yeah, those are real friends, by the way, not the ones that coddle you and uh and tell you uh, you're right can you play number 62 uh they poison your kids and you're worried about ukraine and covid and racism they poison your kids number 62 i wonder what this is i don't even know what it is <laughs> that's exciting <laughs> all of these always scare me i never know like what the move oh let's see um uh, <laughs> yeah this is a place called uh hello rocket family besides the fact that students will be safer with the covid vaccination not true just a fucking lie yeah, there are other right. incentives here a few school-wide incentives currently 29 percent of our students have received the vaccination let's go look it look it if you at the mayo elementary school if you get your kids if the school's 70 percent vaccinated the kids get slurpees if they're eighty percent vaccinated, they get tacos. If they're ninety percent vaccinated, they get hot dogs. You know that's just like a sugar bun. That bun has like forty grams of sugar. I don't they know. want you to worry about COVID, the Ukraine, racism, and they want your kids to take drugs so that they can give them free Slurpees, free tacos, and free. It's this is. Is that real though? Those like photoshopped in there. I mean, the post is real. <laughs> oh yeah i bet you you know that that thing the incentives we've seen giving away but you can't reach in and grab that hot dog and eat it no you can't that's just a <laughs> no, picture. I mean, it, looks, no. it, looks, it looks like that was put over something else but i want to start saying the lady's name who fucking wrote that fucking lying fucking article about me in the new york times i want to start like saying her name every episode just just going after it yeah what what is that called is that doxing would i be doxing her no, only if you were like, here's her address and here's I, I want to do that to her. I want to do that to her. No, I do, I want, no, you do you know why I want to do that to her? Why? Because because what she did to me, just like an, an eye for an eye. Is that is that is that biblical? But did she give your address and stuff? It doesn't matter. She fucking I lost my fucking job because of her dumb fucking article. She she participated worse than worse than she gave my address. She took food from my kids. Yeah. 
She took food from my kids. And there's maybe other opportunities that are brewing from it. But remember, if it's an eye for an oh, eye, you're the a whole good world dude. would be blind. Oh, you're a good dude. I think that's a, a Buddha quote or something. Number 63. Have we shown this? Um, this is this is fast. I think we did show this. This is the, the PCR test being uh, bagged in China and the yes. ladies. Yeah. Okay, okay, <laughs> fuck it. You can skip it then. That's fucking classic. Oh, okay, how about number 64? What is CrossFit? Oh, Gandhi, shit. that's right. It was a Gandhi quote. This is going to be weird. This is going to be weird. Oh, that is Gandhi? Wow, Dick Butter yeah. knows some shit. Yeah, it does. Eye for an eye and the whole world would be blind. We're having Joe Salatin on tomorrow. Joel Salatin from Polyface Farms. Smart guy. Uh, oh, this is crazy. Okay, scroll to the top of this. This is the one. Uh, uh. Cross-examining CrossFit. Ten questions about starting the fitness regime. And then scroll down here. Okay, stop, stop. Hold on. Wait, wait. They, functional fitness, they have Patrick Vellner in here asking him about fucking CrossFit. And Patrick's never even taken his L1. <laughs> I love Patrick. They got Haley Adams in here. Those are their two fucking experts. I wonder if the Haley and Patrick even know that they were quoted in this article. That's a fucking great question. You this know what is I mean? The, what, the greatest. Look how they spelled the greatest. Like, oh, I did the like thing. Functional it's fitness. It's so pathetic when I see articles like this. Scroll down to the bottom. Check this chick out, too. You have no business writing shit about CrossFit. Gabriella Cassell a New York based a New York ex and wellness writer and oh and a CrossFit level one trainer follow her on Instagram you, you're lucky you didn't give us your Instagram account you're a sex you're a I, sex tra- and wellness writer I'm a I'm a sex and wellness practitioner <laughs> are we do- are we doxing if we look at her no, we don't have to look at her Instagram. Okay. Queer sex educator, CrossFit, and sex journalist. Does a this queer, mean she's an L1 staff member? A queer sex educator. That means like you educate people on people she who have like, intimacy with the same genitalia. Is that what that is? I think it's like, yes. Yes. But I don't know if she's an, is she an L1 staff member? No, no, she's a, she, I, I I have nothing nice. Let's take her off before I say something mean. Okay. Thank you. Uh, we, we did Boris Johnson, number 60. Let me check, don't check. But Wad Zombie's been crushing it. Thank you, Wad Zombie. One just night, d- like, like just dumping, let, making it rain cash. Yeah, on him and Thank Susie you. have just been. That was funny. You basically just asked for a dollar and they came in today. Um, I'm sorry, the Boris Johnson is completely really dumb. 61. Uh, yes. A Girl Scout cookies will kill you. They will reduce your life expectancy. They are not good for you. Do not eat Girl Scout cookies. Why does the Girl Scout sell cookies? To make money. There's no benefit other than to make money. If you want to give money to the Girl Scouts, just give them money. Don't eat their cookies. Okay, this should be good. I like Dream Rare. Anomaly. Guest of the show. Fatter we are, 
post-COVID. The, the, I think I saw a figure the, the other day. This is all, I'm giving you this exclusively, okay? Uh, I think there's 36% more obesity. I think that can that possibly be right. It's huge. There's been a huge increase in obesity uh, as a result of, uh, or 36% of people are fatter than they were. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's, that's probably a more accurate way of expressing that. That was sloppy Boris Johnson, the prime minister of the UK, aka the hunchback of Pfizer Dom. Despite the fact that pandemic restrictions made obesity worse, this psychopath won't rule out lockdowns again. I want to avoid any such thing ever happening again. And uh, I can't rule out something as i can't you know say that we wouldn't be forced to do uh, non-pharmaceutical interventions again of the kind that we we did i think it would be irresponsible of any leader you know any in any democracy to say that they're going to rule out something that could save life do you know how much so one way to just quickly think about it is is he said it would be bad to rule out anything that would save lives if if whatever stat he was trying to say the worst thing you can do to society is make them fatter. And you have to think of it in aggregate in, in, in terms of years. And so if we shorten, if we save, um, if, so we know that 50% of the, we know that the average age of death from COVID is 80 years old, let's say worldwide. Right. And so the, and, and the average life expectancy worldwide is 80 years old. So it, it, let's say it's a wash, but if you put, if you, if everyone in the, in the, in the country, in the world were to put on 20, 20% extra body fat on them and we were to reduce all of their lives by 10 years and there's 7 billion people on the planet that's we reduce life we reduce life on the planet by 70 billion years it's like what are you thinking <laughs> we can't rule it out like we just it's saw that it kills out. it takes people's lives away and there's zero evidence that helped or did anything like positive Speaking of positive, people keep sending me um, uh, 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 screenshots of this Make Wads Great Again guy. I guess he's like turning over a new leaf. He's not going to do – I don't know what he's not going to do, but he's going to do – I think he was unhappy I think he was unhappy with some of his behavior, and he's, he's publicly said that he's going to change his behavior, which I think is kind of weird. It reminded me of like that weird shit that Julie Fouché does and stuff. Why do people, why do people feel like that they need to – like I could see if you're like, hey, if you want to be held accountable and you're like, hey, guys, I'm going to try to lose 30 pounds this this month or I'm going to try quitting smoking cigarettes. Yeah. Is that I why you did it publicly to try to be held accountable? No, I think that is an identity crisis and he's just trying to follow whatever the cool thing is in the public opinion. And so Ooh, then, then all of a sudden harsh. he goes, oh, this will this will be cool. I'm going to try this. And then it does it, then it backlashes. And then he's like, okay, yeah, you guys are right. I need to change it up. I've been going through a thing and like, that never works. If you're sitting there trying to please wow. anybody, you're going to please nobody. He's so, got no ground to stand on. Like, what's the foundation of what do you what do you believe in? Just the cool narrative, the cool thing that's being pushed by the social media influencers at the time. Like, is he going to post about abortion now? I'm sure. Wow, that's big picture. So you don't think this is like a real change? This is just um, just all falls under that same category of searching what the, for what the public wants. I think it is, unless he really sat down with himself for a little bit and said, you know, hey, what do I actually believe in and what do I want to stand for and do I want to use this platform for that? I mean, how many times has he tried to summon people to, I know. for no reason to dis, oh, go over there and dislike them. And he blocked me like a little bitch, even though I haven't ever said anything to him or even responded to his whole entire t-shirt sale, which I'm sure was a fucking flop. Did you buy one of those? I fucking should have. 
I know that's a, it was kind of a cool shirt. You probably would have been of, under the narrative of people that tore their CrossFit shirt when Greg tweeted Floyd 19. Did people I'm do out. that? I'm out. Did people do that? Fucking bitches. Hey, someone needs to, um, so anyone who, who attacked Greg on that publicly, you guys should apologize to him now. Now that yeah. like Floyd 19 is a hundred percent right. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. Uh, L- Luis Lemos, Luis Lemos. I don't know if that's your real name, but. Um, he's tired of being angry. I get it. Um, no one wants to be that. I, I, I'm going to give, I, 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 I set him free. He is free. He is, he is free, free to be kind. And I, and I'm, I'm happy for him. I hope it works out. I had a friend that wouldn't have sex in front of his dog. We did that bit. <laughs> uh, what's number 19 Wom- woman of the year. Let's get rid of this. I'm tired of looking at this. These things, some of these things kind of get me um, so jacked and pumped when I write them. And then afterwards, I don't even care. You know, we're running long now, right? Yeah, I know. I know. I'm, I'm kind of nervous. No, I'm yeah. just going to, I'll probably be a few minutes behind what I'm supposed to be. Okay. Let's do number 19 and just really quick. And then we'll, um, okay. one of USA's today's women of the year. This is an old story. The patriarchy is crushing it. People keep sending me um, more and more women are like, holy shit, there's an attack on women. And it's weird because there's an attack on men and there's an attack on women. But this thing with women, like I kind of don't care so much about the attack on men as much as the attack on women. The attack on women is weird. Why? Why? How? How? I'm surprised like the whole lesbian community hasn't stood up against this shit. Like, aren't they like the alpha females? Dude, this is the funniest part about like the majority of these narratives. They're so conflicting. It's like women's right to choose. Well, guess what? I've just decided I'm a woman and I'm against it now. Right, right. Defend women. Men shouldn't make laws about women's bodies, but they could swim with us in competition. What the Oh, fuck? I know. It's <laughs> like, such a oh. mess. Like, what, what's happening? It's so backwards. We need gun control to ban them. Oh, but if you ban abortion, it'll go underground. You don't think the same shit would happen with guns? Oh, uh, Austin, um, I I uh, spoke with the guy over at Life is RX, and um, I think we're going to put it – we're going to make some new reds and some new blacks. And I wanted to do a purple and gold shirt. It's, it's, so, it's so out of my comfort zone. I don't own anything purple. Or should we do blue? No, I, I want to try something out of my conversation. Okay, so uh, USA Today has lost their mind. Um, why they're having men? I, am I missing something? Are we being assholes by not seeing this man as a woman? Like, I don't get it. I don't get why. I don't get it. I, I'm open to someone explaining it to me. If anyone, if anyone trans wants to come on the show and explain it to me, I'm. To- I really want to be. Um, but I can't. But I. But I just don't see it. That's a dude. That's now a woman, and, and I. And I believe that 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 occurred because of some sort of mental health issues. I don't think that that's. Um, I'm not buying that you were born into the wrong body. And if you were, I think it's like such an insignificant uh, percentage. All right. We don't have. We we uh, we don't have time for calls. We don't have. We don't have time for calls. Suze is already late to his next appointment. Ah, again, one more. Fart into the phone. I think so. It sounded like it. <laughs> Yo, Savon. Hey. Hey, I got a question for you. Please. Did you fart into the phone? No, no. no. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, you ready? Yeah. If you had 
to choose between never being able to squat again or never being able to press anything over your head again, which one would you choose? Press. Oh, sorry. That was a question for Sevon. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Because you got to, you got to shit. You got to shit. Yeah. How about you? That's true. Um. Yeah, press for sure. Press. Yeah, that's a that was a good question. That was an IQ oh, test, and and uh, Sousa solved it for me. That's like a no brainer. But I was uh. I was well, you slow. can also still get stronger in the upper body by squatting. I'm burping a lot. Yeah. Today. Upper, yeah. Cool. One more. One more. Ready? Okay. Okay, if you had to choose between one piece of equipment inside of a CrossFit gym to use for the rest of your life, you can only use one piece, which one would you choose? It could be a machine or, or like a, a weight. I'll let you answer ball. first this time. It would, either be, it would either be a, a dumbbell or a pull-up bar. But but I would need room on the top for the over the top so that like I could do muscle ups and shit and get on top of it and like some, do some gymnastics stuff on it. How about you? What would you choose? Um, man, I've seen a bunch of kettlebell workouts. That's right. <laughs> you can do so much stuff with it. You can do yeah. so much stuff with a kettlebell. It seems like not that I use a kettlebell a lot, but yeah, it just seems like you could get a lot done with it. So probably a kettlebell. Uh, Julie St. John. Uh, um, also said kettlebell. Also said. Kettlebell. And she, and yeah. man, this girl doesn't look like she uses the word fart, but she, she uses it there. Someone <laughs> farted on the phone, not on the phone. Oh yeah. I guess it was on the phone, the on the phone next to the phone, on the phone. All right. In the phone, on the phone. I am an, I know what, what, Sevon, you always are on the assault bike. I know. I, I just, I love being sweaty. Okay. Thank you, caller. I appreciate it. Good stuff. Yeah, buddy. Okay, All right. Bye. See you Okay, guys, thank you very much. We didn't get to oh, I don't shit want to put this question. This person okay. said, hey, Sousa, is CFL your affiliate? Are you majority? 100%, baby. 100%. No partners. I own 100% of it. Thank you. Okay, guys, thank you very much. Tomorrow we have Joel Salatin on, um, and we are going to talk about farming. Basically, I'm going to – I really want chickens, and uh, and I know that if, we, if I get them, my wife's going to end up taking care of them, so I'm going to, like, <laughs> talk to him about how I can <laughs> – Just show up with them trick her into uh letting us get chickens uh and and basically he he you know i wrote this note about him i don't know if he actually knows this about himself i think he does i'm I'm gonna read this to you i'm gonna read it at the beginning of the show tomorrow also um he he says some really beautiful things this man this is a lot to unpack here but i I really believe this if we dote ourselves if we dote if we devote ourselves to sacredness in our vocations The world will rise to meet us. Honor your personal ministry. Meaning if you devote yourself to doing everything, I guess you could say to God, but to the most sacred thing that you know, maybe it's your kids, maybe it's yourself. And if you dedicate that in your vocation, so whether you're a checker or um, or a garbage man or a podcaster or whatever you do, if you dedicate every time you come on to do your vocation, to your highest level of understanding of sacredness, the world around you will rise to meet you there. And I just really, really like that. And he says, you have to honor your own personal ministry. And that's sort of like what Gandhi said, when you, um, you can't, you can't separate uh, religion and state because your life is your religion. Everywhere you go, you are expressing your highest level, your religion. And uh, sometimes he calls himself a farmer, but he also called himself uh, um, a minister 
and uh, of the ministry of healing the land. I just really like that. All right, guys, it's going to be a great show with him tomorrow. Uh, We will see you. I think it's at 7 a.m. 730. All right. Peace.